Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. What's up, Frank family? Welcome back to another episode. It is episode 25 for me. It has been a total of six months since we have been up and operating, and it has been a wonderful time. I have grown a lot. I plan to continue to grow. I plan to uh, try to reach out more to my listeners in some sort of way. I have some plans to expand. I bought some new toys. <laughs> Not those kind of toys. I mean, for like equipment for the podcast. <laughs> Let me go ahead and clear that up. And I'm just super excited. So we're going to have some more videos out um, doing some amazing things. So uh, I appreciate you all. Um, shout out to my Instagram followers. I don't know if you all are, any of you are listening, follow me on Instagram. If you don't, you're missing out. I mean, I've been having some great feedback and a lot of positive energy, mostly uh, quotes I post, but I do add a lot of uh, clips from this podcast. I'll videotape myself doing it and then I'll just do some highlights or kind of sound bites, but videos and edit it just to kind of promote a bit of some of the episodes. So if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. Anyway, I've rambled now for a total of about three minutes. And so let's get to it. You know, I want to talk about bosses or leaders, whichever you want to call them. I've been noticing a trend with just people who as the year goes on and everyone is tired and exhausted from work. We have a lot of complaints about our management, whether it's your supervisor, your boss, whomever you have to um, report to during your day. So we all have a job or some sort of career. And either way, we either love it, we tolerate it, or we hate it. But we have to work. So if you don't work, you don't eat. However, we don't expect to be mistreated when we go there. And what I've been seeing and hearing from people is that there's a lot of just mean-spirited people who are moody and messy and take those things to a whole nother level. But when you're in the workplace, you don't want to have to deal with someone's personality. I feel like in a business, it's, a, it's about that, the business or the organization in which you work for. You are a representation of that company, that organization. And in those instances, it's not about you. So yes, bring your personality, but the positive traits. If you're energetic, if you are organized, if you are um, just all around, just um, you show leadership skills, you have uh, the ability to articulate, put together a good plan. Those are the things you want to bring to a business or a company or an organization. But all of those negative traits that, you know, your family tells you you have, you've noticed you have, those aren't the things that you pick up. Why? Because in the interview, you didn't discuss those things. You didn't say you were moody. You didn't say that you don't like all the noise and you don't like this and you don't like that. Why? Because you know that that wouldn't have gotten you hired because those are things that shouldn't be presented. 
I remember when I worked at a call center and I was a, a trainer at the call center and it was my job, of course, to train individuals on how the company wanted those individuals to represent them while on the phone. And we would always tell them like, hey, you are the company and we share the responsibility of anything that goes on. So if a customer is complaining, it's not, I don't know why they did that. It's, you know, we apologize and what can we do to make it better? Because we are one truly and you represent the entire company so you act accordingly so even if I was in a mood that that day and I represented a company you know say it was Verizon Verizon doesn't have an attitude when they get on the phone Yolanda has an attitude so Yolanda can't present her personality when answering the phone because that's not what I'm getting paid to do I'm, I'm getting paid to represent this organization I said all of that to say I don't think that that's what people carry at least certain types of people I, obviously we're not talking about everyone, but there's a certain group of individuals who allow leadership to get to their head and they allow themselves to feel elite because they have a position. But in my opinion, I feel like you can't leadership isn't assigned, nor can leaders be built. You're born a leader. So those people stand out whether they have the title or not. You don't get to just say I'm one because I have all of these degrees and so I'm going to build myself into a leader by earning all of these degrees because now I qualify to be it. Well, that doesn't make you a leader. You may be a boss, and but you won't be a leader. Leaders, again, are people who individuals naturally gravitate to. So if, and you know who they are. When you were in school, that was the person that when you had to go in your group assignments that you would dictate or you not dictate. Those are the individuals in your group assignments that you would appoint to be the group representative. That person would get up and represent the entire group. And everyone knew who that person would be in their group because of the behavior, their characteristics that they've already shown in the classroom. Is that person in your family that always takes initiative to plan all of your family trips and organizes everything and, and get all and gets all those things together. We all know who the leaders are, whether or not we want to give them that title or recognize them as that, you know who you go to to get things done. No one is going to hand off an important project that takes a lot of planning and attention to someone who doesn't have leadership skills. So it really pisses me off. And yes, I said pisses me off when people are appointed positions just for the power or just for the recognition and or even that they seek these positions just for the recognition. I want the title. I want to be in the room of leaders. I want to be elite. I want my name to be called, but I don't want to put in the work. And I get it. Everyone can't be a leader because somebody has to be a soldier or there has to be soldiers. Everyone can't be in charge. However, I think it's important if you are in a position of power or in a position to hire someone who is supposed to be the leader, then you got to already look at what that person is doing. Because if you have that in you, you're going to already be moving, moving. For example, if you're wanting to get into politics, whether it's, um, you know, local state or, you know, even higher. You're not just going to automatically say, I want to run for this. And then you're just going to do those things that that person or that position you ran for does. Those would have been things you have already been doing. You would have already been going to all of these meetings and, um, you know, attending all of these town hall things. And you, you just you would already be in the mix. And someone would say, you know what, you would be great at doing this because you're already doing it. So that now when you get that position appointed, it doesn't come with any arrogance. It doesn't come with any air because 
you that's something you've been doing is second nature. You weren't doing it for the clout. You weren't doing it for the money. You weren't doing it for the recognition. It was within you. It's a passion of yours. But when you appoint these people something and, you know, they fluff up their resume and they then you're going to have serious problems. I am just really tired of those people being the bullies in business. And when I say that, it's like, because I have this, I get to now mistreat people. And it's very unfortunate because people expect for you to grin and bear. You know, it's not a lot of times that as an adult, you get an advocate, you get someone who will advocate for you when you bring up the term bully. But let's be honest, we know that in work, in our careers, there are people that will just tear you down because they feel like they can. And no matter what you do or say, you can work your ass off, but that won't matter if they have it within them to just always be negative. And sometimes it's just them. Sometimes that's just their personality. It's who they are. But again, who you are as a person, as an individual has no place in business. I am sorry, you know, people may beg to differ there, but I am a moody individual and I am not a morning person and I need at least two cups of coffee before I go in in the morning. But if I don't have those two cups of coffee, I have to be mindful that that is my prerogative and my business and my fault that I didn't have my coffee and I'm not a morning person. That's not any of my coworkers issue that I, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and that I don't want to be bothered in the morning until I've gotten my two cups and I got caffeine in me and I'm energized. I'm mature enough to know, well, God damn it, you just got to suck it up and you're going to have to smile because it's not these people's fault and they don't deserve to get an attitude because you got an attitude. Everybody doesn't think like me. So because I'm not in the mood, I come in with, I'm not in the mood. I got a headache. I'm not in the mood. Don't talk to me. I don't want to be bothered. I'm just in a funk today. Yeah. What, what do you want? I thought I told you to do X, Y, Z. Being a boss doesn't mean that the people that work under you are your children. You don't get to talk to them and be mean and disrespectful. And then trust me, the minute those people retaliate or say something back, now they're the ones that get um, reprimanded for it. And that's what's unfortunate because obviously you're not going to automatically just, you know, um, jump down the throat of your boss. But anybody in a corner is going to retaliate. That's just what happens. You can only take but so much. So. I don't know who I'm talking to. I know I, I know that there are a lot of fed up people out there who are just sick of people. And I'm sorry. What I like to always say is, you know, people take advantage of you in the workplace because they understand that it, it isn't so much that you can do. Everyone kind of needs their job in a sense. No, we're not going to take disrespect and you're not going to let somebody like just straight curse you. But what I do know is even some of the most slightest disrespect, you wouldn't do that if it weren't in the workplace. So I need you to treat people as if you treat them on the street, because if we were in the Walmart, some of the things that you all say to people at jobs, you wouldn't say that in the street because you'd probably get slapped and not like, okay, ooh, I'm promoting violence. But if the Chris Rock and, and got there and Will Smith situation didn't teach you anything, what it should have taught you is that, yeah, you get to say whatever you want to say, but people also get to respond the way that they want to respond. And so you can't predict that. So no, I'm not saying either is right or wrong. However, you don't know what's coming to you whenever you decide to disrespect people. And don't say that I am who I am. I hate that. That kills me. And I say it, but not in the workplace. Oh, I am who I am. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm not going to change. This is who I am. 
Well, let your husband or your wife or your kids or your family deal with that. No one at the job didn't sign up for that. We didn't sign up to deal with your moodiness. We didn't sign up for you to come in and you know you're supposed to take medication and you didn't take your medication. We didn't sign up for your, okay, well, I have anxiety and I need the, you know, I need the music off. You sign up to, uh, you sign up to work at a place knowing that you have these issues. It's up to you to work on those issues. It's not up to other people to have to deal with those issues. So all I, all I want to say is make sure that if you are that person that's mean and nasty and disrespectful to people understand that life is already hard and nobody wants to go to a job for eight or plus hours and have to be um, bullied and violated and disrespected and talked to any kind of way just just blatant rude I mean I have stories for days. I mean, sometimes I'm just disliked because I'm disliked. I mean, I, I promise you, I don't even know why people don't like me or why they because I get talked to a certain way and I give the same energy that now all of a sudden, you know, I'm the mean or I'm the nasty person. But people are allowed to defend themselves, especially if they feel like they're being attacked. So you don't get to label them because you feel like they are coming at you a certain way. You got to hold yourself accountable for the things that you know you do. And if you know that you are already a difficult person, then you got to check yourself at the door when you walk in. And if you're not willing to do that, then you need to step down in leadership positions because it's just not for you. And it's unfair for other people to have to deal with that. Some people need assistance. And for um, I know I'm saying supervisor, manager, but obviously everyone has a boss. So even your boss has a boss. So for those people who hired those kind of people, for those people who know that they have uh, mistreatment of their employees, you have to do better. You have to do better. And if you know you have a person that has that, then they need leadership training. They need to go somewhere where they learn how to check their emotions. They learn how to check their moodiness. They learn how to interact and be a people's person. I always say that the first thing uh, any job asks, is, you know, how well do you get along with others? And to me, that's so important. It's such a simple term. However, it's important because if you, you're going to, you're going to have to work with people, period, whether it's your coworkers or as clients or customers, you're going to be interacting with people all day. And if you're not a people person, you don't work well with individuals. That's going to be a hard thing for you to do on a daily basis, especially with uh, outliers and issues that arise just in your personal life. And I understand that we all go through things and I don't expect for people to um, hide their emotions and, and, deal with just things internally and struggle throughout the day at work. But if you know it's that type of day, then you just need to take off. You know, it's not anyone else's fault. And I think we can be mature enough to recognize that like, hey, this may be who I am, but I shouldn't expect for these people to have to deal with it. And also say and do whatever I want to do and not expect for these people to have a response to it. And if I get a response, it's unfair for me to say, oh, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, especially when you know you're the person who is provoking it. So all I can say is if you have a bully at your job, if you're the opposite and you're not the one that's initiating all of this, uh, you know, I hate the word toxic kind of, but it's overused. But anyway, if you're if you are not the person that's giving off this toxic negative energy and you're on the receiving end of it. It should always be addressed, I believe in. And I think that that's uh, where we drop the ball sometimes if you're in that situation is that uh, you have to check it every time. Um, my husband says that to me all the time, you know, like if 
if someone is being disrespectful, if someone says something or does something you don't like, then you have to check it every single time so that they understand that it is something that you don't tolerate. But the minute you let it slide, then that's when they're going to feel like it's okay. So even if the first day you check them and then they did it again and you didn't check them, then no matter if you said it the first time, they're going to continue to do it because you didn't check them every single time. So anytime they are violating or and it doesn't have to be a nasty way. Hey, in the last meeting, I felt like, you know, you were uh, calling me out and yeah, I really would appreciate it if you, you know, need to address me. You just call me, pull me to the side, let me know. You know, I really didn't appreciate that. I feel like we can handle that differently the next time. There's nothing wrong with that. My voice was very calm. I didn't say it in a disrespectful manner. I don't think it's appropriate sometimes to engage with people in the middle of a meeting or in front of everyone, even if it's done to you in front of everyone. It's just very unprofessional. And um, I typically try not to talk about my job. I've noticed that when I transition from the private sector of employment, that people in the education world are just very sensitive and they don't they're not really business oriented, even though the education and school is an organization and an entity of in a, of itself just didn't operate the same as um, a business. But anyway, what I'll say is in business, we just learned that you you have to respect the organization and why you're doing it and when I got into education it seemed like even though people say it's about the children it becomes more about individuals and me and how I I'm portrayed how I look how this is going to make me look and it's sad um and I'm not talking about you know my uh organization in particular I'm just talking about that's all I'm around now is just educators and being in these groups and hearing things a lot of the you know statements that are made of people of power is all about image and how things look and I just uh, to them to their individual selves and it's it's unfortunate but again it's not about you in any company and I think that if people get that in their head to know that you represent something whatever that is even if you're working at the bylo you are bylo at that time you you represent them when you have on their shirt if you're working at McDonald's you represent McDonald's you are them you are presenting them to the store that's why if you did something to a customer then that customer can sue McDonald's because it was McDonald's that did it to them they're not filing a private lawsuit against you because it wasn't Yolanda who um, gave them bad service or it was a bug in their in in their um, coffee or whatever it was McDonald's and this employee of McDonald's handed me this and it was something that caused whatever whatever to me so represent the company the best of your ability if you feel like someone isn't representing the company to the best of their ability then we got to do better you know we have to learn to report them if that's necessary I believe in following the chain of command I'm one of those girls like I said that's kind of I guess I'm I, the call center is in is just imprinted in my brain I feel like you know everything that I had to teach other people about policy and procedure is the guidelines that I go by and it's very important that you follow that protocol so if something is going on in your job then you you address it with the person that is going on that it's going on with and if that person doesn't rectify the issue and nothing is resolved then you take it to their boss and you keep climbing the ladder until you get to the highest person but make sure you're documenting things and make sure you keep a record of whatever is going on because if that time comes that you have to present that then you have um dates and times of everything that is going on um, sidebar and then I'm gonna go it's sidebar but it's relevant to this conversation so I don't know if you guys heard of 
Oh God, his name is Charleston somebody, somebody. He does a lot of Vlad interviews. And in those interviews, I mean, he just, he's a character. Let me say that. But anyway, he was on there talking about jobs and he says that he only gets jobs so that he can sue jobs. And so what he does is he goes into a place and he figures out what their shortcomings are, where they drop the ball. And then he monopolizes on that and then he will sue them and he always wins. And it could be something, the example he gave was sexual harassment. Now, when you hear that, you think of, oh, somebody was trying him. No, he he mentioned an instance where he was like uh, kicking it with some of his coworkers. And some of the fellas was talking about girls that they wanted to smash and how they looked in their clothes and that they were going to beat that down. This why he said in that conversation, he'll say to him, you know, hey, guys, I'm not really comfortable having this conversation with you all. You know, please don't do that. But that was his way of saying that, okay, I've let it be known that I don't, I'm not comfortable having a conversation about people's sexual preference and who they want to sleep with or who they have slept with. So then now that if they do it again, he gets to report it to, um, you know, the higher ups to say, you know, I want to report these incidents of, you know, the sexual uh, harassment. I've asked to, for them not to discuss or talk about these things around me and they haven't changed. And then he goes to his lawyer union or attorneys, wherever it is that you are, because rules are different everywhere. And then he has lawsuit and he typically wins. Uh, he's done it on discrimination and other things. So I say all this, say there are some cases where it may be extreme for harassment and grievances on the job, but make sure you're following through. Never, never be somewhere that you're unhappy, where people take advantage, where it is obvious that things are going on and in your mind, you feel ignored by it. Now, obviously, sometimes we won't know what's going on. We don't know what conversations people are having people of power are having with these individuals. But what we know is that if these individuals aren't changing their behavior and things are seemingly getting worse or they're staying the same, then clearly whatever they're talking about or doing is not. And that person doesn't fear their job yet you're left to fear yours because of the position that you're put in every day in order to try to just stay humble. That's a hard thing. And, and it's unfortunate. And I, I hope no one is, is living through that, but, um, yeah, frankly, the fact of the matter is don't put up with uh, bullies in business. Don't put up with monster managers at the end of the day. And if you are one, humble yourself, get over yourself, leave that home, leave your attitude at the house, leave your personality at the house and come and do the job that you're paid to do and follow the guidelines and the procedures and the protocols in which that job calls for. And none of it is your attitude. That's my time, y'all. It's been a pleasure till next week. Thank you. And happy 25th episode again to us. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Bye.